You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm in South Wales, and I'm joined by Joe Wood in Kent. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hi Zoe, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Starting to get really, starting to feel Christmassy now and starting to feel like, do you feel that some people started to wind down? There's like less people in offices, less kids on the school run. So it's, uh, yeah, it's starting to feel like we're getting closer. Very exciting. It's just all about that wrapping up stage, isn't it? So that we can uh, actually enjoy a bit of a break. But no, it's all good here. What about in Bristol? How are you doing? Oh yeah, we're all fine as well. Um, Yeah, I think the kids are quite excited about Christmas. Are your kids still at school then or have they broken up now? I've got two at home. Well, one that's left and is now my apprentice. He's officially yeah. left school and he's now my apprentice. And um, one that's self-isolating from school. And the third, the youngest, she is at school just until uh, tomorrow's her last day. So she went in pyjamas today because it was a That sounds really cool. It's really exciting for them when um, when they've got Christmas coming up. Mine are very little, so they don't really know what's about to hit them, but they are really excited. Um, today, we're really excited to be joined by Radha Garg. Radha is in the technical advisory team at the ACCA, and um, we invited Radha to join us because we have a question that comes up frequently in our Facebook group about uh, practicing uh, practicing as a bookkeeper when you're actually an accountant lots of people join us when they are already uh, they've already got a background working in accountancy and they decide they want to do some freelance work uh, but they're not quite sure how, what route to go down to make that happen so um so Radha thanks so much for joining us how are you today thank you thank you Joey and Joe inviting me along they're finding a very good question about the practicing certificates and the bookkeepers, all that front. So I'm really excited to share what exactly students or members can or can't do without a practicing certificate. Uh, they, uh, the rules obviously apply who are studying or being a member of an ACCA, not to the general public, obviously. So my concentration is going to be anybody who is actually on the ladder to be a member or are already an ACCA members to see what they can or can't do being you know, without a practicing certificate. Yeah. So let's talk about the like, we, well, we've got lots of people who are accountants already in our group. So they might have worked in industry uh, or done some kind of finance role and they've got their accountancy qualification, but they maybe didn't ever think that they wanted to start their own practice. Um, and they often have children. I definitely was in this position, had children, wanted a bit more flexibility and they want to find some clients, but they want to make sure that they're not doing anything that's going to breach the ACCA rules. Um, what actually can you do if you're in that position, if you're an a qualified accountant with the ACCA and you want to do some bookkeeping, are you allowed to do any bookkeeping? Definitely, yes. You are allowed to do the bookkeeping, whether you are a student or an ACCA member, making sure that you are not holding yourself out to be in public practice, which is the key difference being in public practice and actually the bookkeeping. So bookkeeping, People say, oh, actually, can I be doing the just data entry or can I just register myself an agent to HMRC? So there is a quite fine differences what exactly you can or can't do for which we have actually devised a very good fact sheet. And that's available online. It's called Am I in Public Practice? 
if there are examples given in there what you can do uh, or can't do being uh, in for the public practice or as a student can you register yourself or not register yourself so the in the nutshell yes you definitely can do the bookkeeping side of the business when you are studying alongside uh, with your icc exams or you are a qualified member but you do not hold a practicing certificate how do you do how do you make sure you're not holding yourself out to be an accountant and uh, there are various ways you you can do that for example uh, you are working as a bookkeeper and you start providing a bit of more explanation to your client about the trial balance you have produced actually you've made a profit you can do pension contributions you can do when you start doing extra bits on top of up to after the stage you've prepared a trial balance that means you're holding yourself being in public practice like advisory side of it when you know for example you starting advertising your bookkeeping practice you say actually i am studying acca you are talking yourself already you are doing a practice effectively being an acca member because it can mislead people actually you are a qualified accountant you can talk about things i'm not saying bookkeepers are not able to provide guidance but they are prohibited especially being an while they are studying to provide that advice or anything that relates to the public practice so if they start doing these especially advertisement or giving advice various things or registering themselves onto as a tax agent so hmrc gateway they are straightway telling the third parties they are actually in public practice by doing these actions okay that's interesting because there are a couple of things there that have come up which i think are actually quite critical for bookkeepers to be able to do so for example a lot of our bookkeepers will be preparing tax returns so they'll need to have an agent id uh, so that so that's a no no if you're an acca member you can't do that yep. um uh, under an acca well without an acca practicing certificate exactly and um marketing so a lot of our bookkeepers will want to have a website or put a facebook page up or use their linkedin profile to tell people they're providing bookkeeping services yep. are you saying they they can't advertise you're saying they can't advertise or they can. can they advertise but just not put their acca after their name exactly they okay. they can advertise because you are allowed to do the business absolutely fine with that but when you start associating that being an acca membership or studentship that's where the breach starts effectively so okay. you cannot link associate your bookkeeping business being in practice for and including the words acca in that stance okay so if you set up a website saying zoe whitman bookkeeping services but I didn't say Zoe Whitman ACCA or FCCA bookkeeping. Yep. I just said Zoe Whitman bookkeeping services. You're I fine. would be allowed to provide bookkeeping, yep. like the data entry parts of that into zero, perhaps mm -hmm. for a client, but I wouldn't be allowed to submit any self-assessment. I wouldn't be able to provide any advisory services. Uh, the actual data entry would be okay. That's right. Uh, you can okay. do Yeah, you can do the data entry. You can advertise yourself on the website mm -hmm. or on the social media just making sure there is no relationship to the acca qualifications yeah. on that page unless you have an acca practicing certificate okay this is really good to, uh, joe sorry i've like taken over because uh, um i've been in the you know i've been through this so I, i'm i'm an fcca a very proud member of the acca i work very very hard for those exams i really i you know missed out on lots of social life in my early 20s to get that qualification 
Um, and I was quite upset when I decided I wanted to do some freelance work that I didn't have a practicing certificate. I just hadn't had the foresight to go through the process to apply for one. And um, and the way that I found around it was to go and join a, another professional body, the ICB, who were able to provide a bookkeeping license. And then I traded under that license. So I was then able to get my agent authorization and provide my advisory services through my ICB license. And I can see a lot of bookkeepers who are going down that route, who are joining other bodies. So we have this, a frequent conversation that comes up in our group where people are saying, should I join the ICB or the AAT? But they're already ACCA members or SEMA members. And I, part of me just feels like it's such a huge shame for people who've worked. I know how hard people have worked for those qualifications. Um, what can they do? <laughs> what can they do? Um, uh, I, I'm in practice personally myself as well. I don't have a, like a huge amount of practice, but I've got a small number of clients where I do look after, but I completely understand where the actually dilemma comes in. Okay, I'm of only few years hard work being a training. So what is stopping them? My first question to them, speaking on various face-to-face um, -face events like a context, for example, last year, which we didn't have this year, obviously face-to-face. -face. The biggest challenge, I think the, it's a plan out your career. If you start planning your quite early in life and keep your horizon widened up, because what you don't know, what you're gonna do in the next five years or 10 years down the line. You may be very interested in industry to start with. You started training as an industry, absolutely fine. But ACC is not only working in industry, it's about being your own boss as well at some stage in life when you are actually able to do that like for example you yourself you set up your practice if even if you've trained in industry it doesn't mean that you can't do the public practice so having that widened horizons for set up for yourself early in the life helps quite a lot so making sure when you are actually getting trained whether you are in industry or whether you're doing a public practice work make sure you start getting your experience recorded because that is the first step to make sure that actually you are on that ladder to get the practicing certificate. Whenever in your life you decide the kids are grown up, they go into uni or, and you have a free time to do a part-time practice or something because you are very interested helping community around you. You have that business knowledge you want to apply and you want to help build up a business for yourself. So make sure if you are, whenever you are starting ACCI, at any stage in life, make sure you start recording your practicing uh, training certificate records effectively, which we converted into an experience forms now. So a recording of that and getting make, making sure it is being actually being signed off by the supervisor who is training you as well. Once you've done that, if you get it approved, send it to authorization. Once you've done that old scenario, you may not be thinking of practicing certificate now to obtain because you are happy in industry. You are happy with your work-life balance. Later in life, you are actually good to go. Just apply for a certificate and you will get it. The biggest hurdle, all these ACCA members, which I see or speak to most of the times because they didn't actually complete that key element PCEF, practicing certificate experience forms, for example. If they never completed it, they find it hard to go back five or 10 years down the line because either they have a relationship break broken down or they just do not have a contact that person who trained them. 
those things and they always struggle actually how i'm gonna get this experience form and then they look at actually i'm a member of an icb or where other institutes let's go down that route but that's not the whole point of it the whole point is actually you are a qualified accountant and you want to use that knowledge being a bookkeeper you can do certain things you can get registered with other bodies absolutely fine but being an icc member you can be a fully full in uh, you can be fully in public practice advertise yourself that oh mm. uh, yeah i absolutely see the benefits of being having a practicing certificate and and i know the process that's involved in applying for a certificate um the i think people who are in our group and and actually part of a conversation i had on the bristol panel uh, last night actually with, uh, so one our chair actually in bristol uh, runs a practice but she doesn't have a practicing certificate at the moment she doesn't provide accountancy services she's helping people with financial various financial parts of business but she has an industry background as well like me like many people in our group who have got to a point in their life they're like do you know what I want to do this myself no and they they didn't have that foresight years ago when I was 19 I was working in local government I didn't plan to run a practice like it just wasn't the list it was like do the exams do whatever I've got to do to get my training record get my uh, membership at least get to that point but I wasn't thinking about practicing certificate and I know how many hoops you have to do if you want to retrospectively go through put that application together it is hard work so we we are where we are though there are a lot of people in the group who now are in this position they don't have a practicing certificate but they want to practice what can they do like what what can you do if you're at that point because you're not it is like I said you've lost touch with your previous your supervisors of the past you don't remember things like because the ACCA practicing certificate asks you to say what your objectives were what what do you plan to do for the next six months I went through this and tried to fill it in and I honestly felt like I was making up what my objectives were because I honestly can't tell you what my objectives were six years ago when I worked you know I just didn't yeah. don't know so so what can we do what can those people do right now if they want to apply for a practicing certificate so um, that's a very good question especially while we are in 2020 with a challenging year people's been made redundant or having difficulties in uh, setting the, with the businesses where they work for a number of years and they have to now think about starting a practicing for example i mean this year for acc has been a record year to to issue practicing certificates actually just under 900 new certificates been issued just like until last month so the the people who are have been industry for example acca members they want to apply for they want to go into practice the they have two three things they can do a they can first of all retrospective complete it if it is possible because that is the first thing licensing team would like it to be making sure because they do not uh, look at practicing certificate uh, training records should be completed on an ongoing basis members failed to do it because they didn't know all these things at that time there is uh, no prohibition for doing it retrospectively for the general practicing certificate however for audits there is no retrospective so we're talking about general practice here yes so licensing team uh, agrees to the uh, retrospective completion of it get it signed from the supervisor or principal you were acting for for example at that time if you have a relationship and you have a contact with them to say could you please approve it so once they've they've done that and now let's take a next step they think actually i can't get it signed i can write it 
absolutely fine because you are the one who did did the work and if you can't write what you did the work obviously it's it's hard to prove to the licensing team actually you did the work so you need to first of all complete the forms irrespective whether you can get it signed or you can't get it signed get it signed brilliant send it to authorization they look at it you are good to go after review of it if you can't get it signed you still have to fill it you can't get it signed you still submit to the authorization team put your comments in saying what is the reason why you can't get it signed off making sure you have filled in the forms correctly covered all the key areas that are needed to get a practicing certificate you can demonstrate and licensing team will review your application okay it's not signed off they'll review it they can see member have a good experience doing these things and then they will take it from there they can call you for an interview for example and they can also uh, do your live chat to make sure that actually you can you you are capable of doing it and they can use their discretions to um, give the licenses that time so completing a pcf form is the mandatory thing first of all it's a new form which is better than the old forms uh, i can definitely say that because i filled the old forms uh, it was a it was completely like a different phase of the areas like completely so complete that one and if you are thinking actually what how much i want to work that the next thing you sometimes think actually how much i what what's the area you want if you just want to do the bookkeeping side of it because people have their choices and they say i don't want to be registered for a, as an agent in that case you as a bookkeeper you still need to be supervised for your money laundering regulations so acca member who are not having practicing certificate they still have to be registered with hmrc if they are actually just purely doing the bookkeeping so hmrc charges annual charges for the if you can prove uh, that you have relevant experience and the licensing committee gives you a practicing certificate you are already paying a membership fees acca will supervise you for money laundering regulations so there is a quite a bit of a difference you can do the still bookkeeping but with the practicing certificate you can do all sorts of accountancy public practice work okay wow that's that's i mean this is all a new area for me so i i did the i did the certified accounting technician years ago the cat um qualifications and then years later i did the aat um so i i haven't got an the acca membership whatsoever and there's lots of members in our group that don't have acca membership but would maybe think about the fact that they've done their studying and they've got to the, you know, like me, level four AAT completed. What's the steps for somebody with that level four qualification to then go on to be ACCA qualified? And obviously, with the hindsight, listening to you today, first things first is obviously getting things signed off and recording your, <laughs> your experience as you go along sounds like a really good top tip but um yeah how long does it take and what are the steps etc so if you're a bookkeeper and you want to become acca so uh, let's talk about a bookkeeper who's in their level 4 aat levels so first thing they do is basically they go on acca website look out for the exemptions they are able to get for the fundamental exams once they have those exemptions in place they apply to be a student of an acca member which is again very 
simple and you get a my acca portal where you will be able to do all sorts of things from that point onwards after you've done that again you can still carry on as a bookkeeper bear in mind you are an acca student you can still do it but you need to make sure that you are being uh, you are registered with hmrc for money laundering like i said earlier and the next thing you want to make sure as a bookkeeper that whoever you are working for how you're going to get your experience signed off now because that's the key area of it so you will be working as a bookkeeper with the local practices as a who are the accountants and you need to you will be either working as a as an employee or you will be be a self employed if you are a self employed let's take the tricky area first if you're self employed bookkeeper studying acca absolutely fine speak to the local acca or another qualified practice who are actually registered as an approved employers with acca if they are not approved employer they can register themselves very it's again very easy process they can just go online and register what they need to do what they need to make sure the work that you are doing is actually meeting the criteria which is needed to fill up your experience forms as well so they will be supporting you all the way along to do this if you are not taking any training course getting your experience signed off by anybody you are in same dilemma where 10 years after you are a qualified acca member you haven't got anything to fill in the forms so for as soon as you start a acca journey making sure you work alongside the acca approved employer and who will be looking after your work that's a really good tip so so it would be good for people so if they're thinking of moving from this bookkeep from working as a self employed bookkeeper maybe approach a local acca practice get a bit of work experience with them and see if there's someone who kind of mentor you through this process to help you get this license yeah yeah and actually the ACCA uh, I've given, given you a bit of a hard time rather this morning but um it's only because I I just see people sort of throwing away their qualifications almost and it makes me feel really sad um but i you know it is possible to get a practice license if you're from an industry background um if most of your experience is from industry looking through the what you have to get signed off there's plenty of stuff there that you can do without having to touch any of the practice areas that you will be able to get enough experience and also um the ACCA is brilliant for mentorship like there's actually a mentoring program within the ACCA so if you want to reach out to an ACCA member um there will be someone who will want to help you so uh it is a really good community isn't it okay it can we talk about time frames? Um, something that came up on our ACCA call last night uh, was that someone had been applying for a practicing certificate and it was ta it had taken like nine months going backwards and forwards with questions. And my own experience, I did apply for a certificate just before I had my babe, my second child. And then it got archived because I didn't have time to reply to the questions and I left it so long it didn't go back. So that's my own fault. But it just got me thinking about how long it, the expectation should be about how long it would take to get this done obviously you need three years of experience signed off don't yeah. you yeah. um so it's three um it's six six month blocks of experience that you have to have covering various things on a kind of checklist of different mm -hmm. like um required and i can't remember what the terminology is but uh different range of um yeah. areas that you need to cover off and then when you submit your application to the acca how long is it likely to take to get a response so that's a very good question again uh, with the uh, when i think the first key question here is have you filled up your form correctly 
have you done everything that you are meant to do the i can i can see if the application has taken 9 months how disheartening that can be for nacca members to work with the association who, who they are very proud of and they want to start their practice and 9 months is takes is uh, so we need to make make sure as an acca member before applying let's look at all the stuff that is available online again for the practicing certificate application form download that making sure each and every section is actually you fill it as you're going to review it so that's how how i do the work just imagine you are reviewing that application would you be granting the practicing certificate to this member so after filling it review it yourself before sending it to the authorization that's that takes a quite a lot of back and forth be, between the authorization and the members have seen it either they didn't get it signed off or they didn't provide enough words to a demonstration there demonstrate their own their exam within their examples all that that's experience has to be clearly labeled up signed off clearly and then once you've done that authorization team takes near uh, the standard time is a 30 days to process an application which actually involves so when as soon as you submit the application you get an auto reply after that the authorization team reviews it and again we are not talking about audit certificate because that's a little bit more advanced level of a review is needed at that in those applications but for general practicing certificate after the uh, authorization team member has actually reviewed your application they are happy with it they don't have any questions that means they will send it to the licensing and say they are happy with it and they just issue you the literally a letter saying you are happy to actually we are happy to be a practicing certificate holder at that time so normally this like i said this process takes 30 days this year has been unusual year so some of the applications have taken place but you can imagine the number of the application has already been processed and granted like i said 900 is a huge number for to to the application where the, there has been a retrospective uh, experience has been filled on some of the applications as well so make sure your application is correct once it's done and try to chase up uh, in the third to fourth after the fourth week straight with the licensing team what is holding up in case they they haven't heard anything after the 30 days because then it can be the expectations can be managed you know where you are with your application and you can actually start your practicing sometimes the application is all good but you are you are okay to start a practice practicing but the license hasn't been issued yet so in those cases uh, committee can actually let you start a practice while it is in the process of issuing a certificate Okay. Um that's so helpful. Um I feel like I really hope actually it's inspired people to go and like think a bit bigger. Uh think a bit bigger than uh the bookkeeping practice and maybe we'll get some new ACCA members that would be lovely wouldn't yeah. it? Um because you know the, the people in our group are so capable and um and really I I'd love to see more ACCA members that'd be great. Um just let's just talk finally about um what you can do when you've got practice certificates. So we've kind of talked about like not breaking rules and kind of like doing things to protect yourself, but there are real benefits to joining uh, the ACCA. It's a global body, it's uh, it's known around the world, um and I think it can really help you like tramp like move between industries and different roles and just gives you lots of opportunities, doesn't it? What what's out there to support people if they decide to join the ACCA? CA get a practicing certificate what happens next are they supported in their practice how does the ACA work with them 
So ACCA means I've been working within ACCA and being an ACCA member, I'm really, really proud of it because the support I can see it's been provided at every front, whether you are setting up a practice or whether you are in a growth area where you actually strong trying to grow your practice. So uh, there is a support all the way along from a simple business advice to a technical advice where I sit in, for example, and the team sits in where we do actually help all the members uh, to handle all the sorts of inquiries on various fronts they face each and every day. Things are changing at very, very fast at this moment in time. If you are an ACCA member you, and you are practicing, let's imagine, and you are practicing as an ACCA member, you, you can feel sometimes very lonely if you are just on your own and you don't have a big team to speak to or partners. You have a team, but they are just below you who you can't speak about stuff. So ACCA is there for you. That's how I, I look at it. You can, All you have to do is just drop an email or pick up the phone, which is at the minute is, is a bit of a tricky area, but emails are always good. We are happy to chat all the members all the time, the team. Uh, we have partnership various uh, on the various fronts where all the partners, if ACCA is not providing one area of the, for example, uh, um, support to the practitioner, what we have is the partnerships in place. For example, last month we partnered with Sage where all the new practitioners, ACCA practitioners are actually able to get the support from Sage University. And also they have a 20 licenses free for their clients, the first 20 clients, for example, which is, which is the model we actually trying to build up a partnership where the members get the benefit out of it. So it's not only you have go the practicing certificate, off you go, you are on your own, just live your life. Now we are here to support you all the way along to get to this, to get your goals, what you wanted to be in life. Oh, I love it. it and it is, it's is such a supportive community. I was on a, a call last night with some of the Bristol uh, members in all different roles and it was so supportive and we, we were really honest with each other actually it's one of um it was just a really interesting chat just to hear people saying do you know what I'm really struggling right now with x y and z and then you'd have someone like a, you know somebody quite senior on there saying do you know what I feel like that too and uh, we were ju we're just really open and honest with each other there are lots of local events all sorts of CPD to help with whatever technical challenge you've, you're facing so um I'm yeah a very proud member of Gosh, I don't know, nearly 20 years now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think the, the key areas within ACC, what I've noticed personally myself actually is we look at what is needed by the practices or the members and what's coming on the way as well. Not just what is needed now, what in the next five to 10 years. We started, for example, uh, just a very small example, we started uh, road shows three years, four years ago now. And over there, we identified the practice has been a bit lagging on the digital front, for example. Imagine if you don't have this digital, I won't be able to do the things what I'm doing now. And so we are all in the same phase. So practices has been investing and looking and learning new technologies with ACCA going on to the road shows and the webinars they're doing. And it has been helpful quite, especially this year when actually everything is concentrated around technologies and obviously you need people to do it absolutely fine but what i'm trying to say is acc identify the areas that members need support for and they need to grow into so we just we just do the work and try to get more collaborations on various fronts to help uh, those challenges
Absolutely. Um, well, I think we're about at time. So Radha, just wanted to say thank you so much for taking the time. You've answered so many questions, I think, have been going around in our group for such a long time, don't you think, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Radha. That was really helpful and very insightful as to, I feel like if any of our members are feeling like they'd like to you know, become an ACCA member, they are very well, you know, they know what they need to do. And they know about, you know, because they might not have thought about linking up with, a, you know, uh, somebody that was accredited as an employer, and things like that. So that's, that gives them the foresight to really know what's involved. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure. Really happy to help any time. Oh, lovely. Well, before I wrap up, um, Radha, do you want to tell people how they can connect with you or how they can find out more about the ACCA? Yes, of course. Uh, the main website is accaglobal.com. And if they want to reach out to the technical advisory, because if they have any technical questions or students who are in bookkeeping, for example, we can't answer their technical questions, but we can answer their ethical questions where they are struggling, actually what I can or can't do. So they can definitely reach out us at advisory at accaglobal.com. Perfect. Thank you very much. And for those of you who haven't already connected with us, come and join us in our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. Over Christmas, we've got a really exciting challenge coming up called Bookkeepers Launchpad, which is to help you to get 2021 confident. Joe and I were working on recording some of the videos for that uh, over the weekend. So that's um, really exciting. So if you want to find out more about that, go over to sixfigurebookkeeper.com slash 2021. And we will see you next week for another podcast. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.